0: To Be Continued is an adult podcast for adults by adults. We may talk about superheroes, sci-fi, comic books, and all sorts of similar crap like that. But we may use adult and frank language when we do so. This is not a podcast
1: for kids, brothers and sisters. Enjoy.
0: Yes, indeed. Welcome back. This is To Be Continued, a fanboy podcast covering the fanboy patterns. You're not going to learn anything, but if you stick around, you just might have some fun. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Miguel Alejandro Velez. And this is Edward Ding here. And joining us, as always, is our producer with the mostest, Jonathan
2: Vergara. Yes. Padcake Cake Studios.
0: And... If uh, you clicked on this podcast, obviously you know that this is our Logan spoiler review uh, conversation we're going to be having. Spoilers! So we will be talking about this film. Uh, It's nuts and bolts without holding anything back. We managed to see it uh, yesterday, Monday. What was the date yesterday? Yesterday Monday, the, the was the six?
2: six. We we're <laughs> should we go through the story? <laughs> oh Lord, was this a? a cold, it was a cold morning.
3: Team building.
2: It was. It was. You know, and it was a good, a great exercise. A team
0: building. With well, John, John, that was your suggestion, right? Was, that was you. were like, hey, let's go out and see this together, right?
2: <laughs> so we we get to our beloved Alpine theaters in. Uh, <laughs> they, they should be paid It was us. Bay Ridge. Bay Ridge, Bay Ridge yeah. Brooklyn. Uh, Alpine theaters, which is not the prettiest of. Of movie theaters, and uh, what it, it is what it lacks, a far cry from the big what it, cineplexes. What
0: it, what it lacks in aesthetics, it makes up for an odor. Because the <laughs> second is, you go into the Alpine Theater, I am sorry. I told John, I said, because yeah, you were buying your yeah, tickets, yeah. I went there with John and was like, John, can you smell the urine? <laughs> 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 it,
3: because it, I
2: can. It, and the... It,
0: it, and the
3: it reminded me of like a cover-up. Like, like there was a dead body. They just like cleaned up, and there was like bleach on the floor. It, it's you know we've talked like a tainted red spot. But
2: it is the theater of my of my our youth of our youth. You know, you know? and uh, seven dollar matinee. It's Still a seven dollar matinee. Yeah, yeah. But when we got there, because uh, I looked at the schedule from last week, which is ten a.m. I'm like, guys, we can do it 10 a ten a.m. You know, let's do this. And
0: we were all we were all down. I work an overnight shift, uh, and. You know, I got out of work at you know, seven o'clock that morning, got home at like eight and I'm all like, OK, we're we doing this at 10. All right. I get to, I I said, oh, you know, don't worry about me. I'll get there because I, you know, I live on 54th Street. Alpine is on 69th. And I was like, oh, I'll, I'll just take the bus there. I, was, I wasn't even going to take the the, the subway because you never know. I get to the, the stop at like nine twenty. And the schedule right there on the stop says, oh, it's a 935 (laughs) pickup. And I'm like, yeah, cool. I'll I'll get to 69th Street in time. I waited there for a half hour. And then, so just pissed off about that.
2: Get to 69th Street. Meet up with these two guys. We were doing rings around the block, just finding parking. Uh, I found a two-hour meter. And I was pretty much decided, you know what? I'm just going to go in, watch the movie. Come out when my alarm goes out and just, and pay, just pay. Like, pay, the, pay yeah, for the yeah meter. Just, just pay for the meter. But, but what did, what I did, I did, we, what did we
0: find out when uh, we got to the Alpine Theater? But, but hold
2: on, hold on. As as I'm circling around, I call this guy. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, on our Bluetooth, the first thing I hear, I think you said something along the lines, "I need to piss. Effing,
0: I need to effing <laughs> piss." Let's not get into how we solve that problem. Hmm, public urination, uh, but uh, we. We get to the theater. It's ten o'clock, and uh, there gate not- the gates are not even open. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're like, "What?" I mean, all this, you know, So I'm. I personally, I was like in you know, that sort of like, "Why does the universe hate me?" kind of mode. Mm-hmm. And, and you uh, hadn't, hadn't gotten sleep. I not sleep today. I still haven't gotten sleep. Gotten sleep in two days. Because because when we got out of Logan,
2: I went home. And you? Wait, wait I, hold on. <laughs> I said. You came. Uh, you ready to leave the door? And I said, uh, "Okay, you're gonna crawl up in your bed and cry because that's that." that. <laughs> Let's not get ahead of ourselves. But yes, this. You know, I was in
0: pieces after Logan, <laughs> in pieces, shattered. Did you uh, have a good cry, by the way? I had a good cry in the theater. I didn't. I didn't need it afterwards. I was. I was spent after. It. But up into a ball. Yeah, I got. I got home. King got King's. about like maybe two hours of sleep. Logan. That was it. Then I had to do. Professor then I had to do go to work, and then got off again this morning, and I got like all I did was lay in bed and with my eyes closed, and then ten o'clock comes, and here we are over here. So, all I got to say is I told you on the way over, it is a very good thing that we do radio and not TV because I
2: look like which is a, crap. Which is a very good segue into what we sort of saw, which is basically every scene with Hugh Jackman, he limped. In every scene, I feel like, like that. I feel like I, that. Part of my French, he look like shit. <laughs> you know, uh, just limping into every scene, and oh god, you know, you know. It's, but uh, hey, man, you know, we're here to talk about the uh, movie Logan
1: and uh, first to,
0: impressions are all around. I think just to let you everybody know, anyone who hasn't seen it yet, I, I can't recommend this film enough. Uh, we all really enjoyed it. I think. Uh, I was afraid that I was embarrassing you guys in the theater, because I was like a headbanger. Uh, I, John was right next to me. You were you were you were uh, across from John. You were next to John. Uh, but Ed, did you did you see me like rocking my head back and forth? Literally? No, like, I did because the-
2: I was glued uh, to the screen yeah. for the entire time. Um, but I there were there were plenty of moments where I had a chuckle because the jokes were really funny. Everything hit. Intense. Everything hit.
0: Yeah, and and not only that, it's one of these things where I I've often said on the show, you know, because we we're, we're not uh, we're not like when we do these reviews are about the reviews. It's about the conversation about the show, uh, about the uh, about whatever we're, we're we're covering on that day, and we've said oftentimes on the show that we reserve the right to be indifferent. We reserve the right to outright not like something you know for me, but I don't I don't really, I don't there's... ever want the show to just be cheerleading. I have to tell you people, quite honestly, any criticisms we might have at the end of the day, this is gonna be one of those shows where it's gonna sound like cheerleading <laughs> because I truly was blown away by this film. Uh, I, it maybe it goes, you know to the pure fanboy part of the, your this is the man who's talking right now is someone who, when I was in high school, uh, back when Larry Hama and Mark Silvestri was doing, Larry uh, uh, hey, Larry Hammer's run on Wolverine is legendary. And now you know. And then and knowing uh, is half the battle. And yeah. you know, I remember writing an English assignment once about Wolverine in high school. It was like, a, oh, you got to do a writing thing about characters or something. And I remember actually like handing in a whole. This all I was just, hey, I don't want to talk about Logan. You know, you know, I want to talk about. Uh, this character Wolverine and his history and, you know, what makes him so compelling. And as John will always points out, I'm a Superman guy. I'm a Superman guy through and through. I like characters like Superman. We you know, as a kid, the primer for me was always Superman, Batman, Spidey. Uh, that will forever be my top three until I die. But they're a specific type of, of hero, you know, Wolverine his Logan is, up an yeah, he's, he's, he his, his development and all the rest of that is, is at a different time. Mm-hmm. And he is, uh, he is what he is as a character uh, who kills, as a character who has rough edges.
2: And if anything, he was brought into like my first experience with Wolverine was my best friend at the time. He collected comic books. He's, he was a little bit older and, um, Vol- the issue where he appears on Hulk. And, okay. He's, yes, and he's his lunging at Hulk. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. So he wasn't even introduced as a as a superhero, uh, as a hero. But he was an so obstacle.
0: As- he, there was that Marvel was trying to expand their international reach, and they had all of these. I don't know if it was particularly coordinated, but there was this sort of like, hey, let's let's get some 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 more uh, flavor. Let's get some, frankly. Uh, different nationalities, let's, uh, you know, let's get non-white characters. You know, that's why they had, remember Contest of Champion, you had characters like Sabra, you know, the Israeli superhero. You know, and Wolverine is uh, falls into that, Sunfire, those kind
1: of we
2: characters. we did get into a bit of it in the last show where it's like, you know, why does Wolverine have an Australian accent?
0: Uh, because, again, they were psychics, and they knew that <laughs> we would be blessed by Hugh Jackman yeah. one day. But uh, Wolverine as a character, you know, first appears in The Incredible Hulk. He's this antagonist character. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they do the reform- you know, the sort of a reformation of uh, the, the X-Men, which the, you know, the classic lineup of Cyclops, Marvel Girl, Iceman, Angel and Beast, and then we introduce the all-new, all-different X-Men. And
2: everyone remembers that iconic... Cover. Comic book cover where it's Wolverine, <laughs> uh, Thunderbird, Storm, Storm, all the rest Storm, of them. All the re- and it's funny because Cyclops is like, huh? You know, he's looking at the. He's guys, in the copy background. Of, he's in the, the background with the new team,
0: but he's also in the foreground leading <laughs> the new. I don't like he's like, why are you surprised? They kept you on. They they kept your contracts, like. <laughs> uh, but uh, th- you have the development then, and the breaking out of that character under first Claremont and Cochran and then of course Claremont and John Byrne uh, you know the ultra classic the setting up everything we know everything that makes Logan Logan as a character and if you like, is in that run is you know we forget Logan Wolverine just chopping, you know just slashing the heck out of like no name henchman was a big deal because superheroes didn't kill and suddenly you have, uh, I think it was that uh, uh, the Hellfire Club uh, uh, multi-parter, and you have, you know, they oh they think they've killed Wolverine, they've thrown him into the sewers, and you know I think the last page is oh. him looking up towards the towards the reader, and it's like it's my turn now. And then the next issue, literally, you know, Wolverine is just gutting him all over the place. And this was, wow, people did not have that kind of character. Again, everyone was clean cut. You know, they all have this non-code of killing.
2: Now and, let, let me ask you in terms of popularity. Um, how, for you, how did you feel about, uh, in, like, when was he popular in your, from your point of view? What, what with, with With, uh, with Wolverine's run in the comic books. Because... What, what do you mean? I, I don't understand. Well, okay. For me, Wolverine takes a very, um, a, a, takes main stage for me as a comic book hero uh, from Secret Wars, right? He's, he's a guy who's all the way up front. Yeah, claws, yeah, they well well, right. well
0: that all but again that was secret wars was well past um when he had become because that's the bl- that's the tan and mustard era. Correct. Uh, which Wolverine, is which is right.
2: my favorite of, of all the Wolverine costumes. I'm sorry, the blue yep. and the blue yellow never Well, We for talk any. about it all the time. It's when Marvel released that uh weapons and paraphernalia <laughs> uh index like comic book. Yeah, gu- like they the, the guide to the Marvel the Universe yeah, yeah, exactly. The, the guide to the all the weapons and then and then they they sketch out Wolverine skeleton mm-hmm. and the claws. Are, oh, so okay, so that's how the claws really are connected to his skeleton, and that's the first time we ever. Well, we get to what see you're, that.
0: what you're, what you're, you know, what you're getting back to is that point is that he had already risen to this level. Yeah, he was a character that would they would, you know, that was the beginning of him guest starring and everything because he was so popular. And Logan Wolverine as a character is, you know, comic books are pastiches very much, without a doubt. They're a Gestalt <clears throat> entertainment. You know, they draw from everything comical universes have. You'll have a character. It's like, this is a world where vampire hunters and cyborgs and aliens from other dimensions and on and on all and mutants all coexist at the same time. And, some, and you get a lot of influence from other genres, other things in there. And Logan, as you said, is the anti-hero. Without a doubt, he ultimately is... Inspired by the sort of Sergio Leone Clint Eastwood films, he's that kind of character. He's not. He's not John. He's not a. If every other superhero is sort of the white hat John Wayne, he's the man
2: with no name. And he goes, and, you know. And, and, and then you know, they, they, and they definitely takes, take they that do as a influence. lot with him. They make him a ninja. Yeah, well, yeah, man. they give him they give him a ninja background. You're like, whoa, wait a minute. And well, that was, that was the
0: other thing. Everything with Logan was rolling disclosure there for decades literally it was we don't know everything we don't know what does he know he seemed <laughs> to have he had connections to the intelligence world yeah. you know because you know the alpha department flight. H, alpha flight you got the 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 far eastern background you've got the frontier background they would do stories where it was like logan you're telling us a story launched, it seems like it um, happened a long time ago it's like, launched like it was a mini
2: series like, uh, uh wolverine kitty pride well that
0: was the second mini series i think uh, you, you've got the fact that he seemed to know all these other characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah.
2: The more recent, my favorite is, um, uh, the, the run with the new, new Avengers and Squirrel Girl comes up. She pops up everywhere. Squirrel Girl, who's this squ- really minor Marvel I character. Girl so much. And, I um, her. her power is she can, she's mastery of I know why right. people
0: like the absurdity of her, but, but I just.
2: The okay. scene, the scene <laughs> in the comic books is, hey, Jim, hey, Jimmy. Oh, well, you know, it's I and I forget what Squirrel Girl's real name is, and it seems like they have had a romantic past.
0: <laughs> Squirrel Girl. Well, and that's Wolverine, the other that's the is, other thing. Yeah, Squirrel Girl, you and know. Squirrel
2: Girl is this very one
0: of the things with Logan is is he is he's a, he seems to have this magnetic attraction for women. <laughs> women love Logan even though he's, you know, he's supposed to really be like what, like 5'2" He's a short, little but, but pissed Squirrel,
2: off guy. But but see, that's the thing about Squirrel Girl is because and that by the way, Anna Kendrick has tried to pitch, yeah, jokingly pitch, K, yeah. to play Squirrel Girl, and I know I we're not talking about Squirrel Girl, but <laughs> she she's this character who's like, yeah, I'm I'm a babysitter. I'm I'm Marvel's babysitter yeah, for so, Luke okay, Cage's so Let's kid. move on from and Squirrel Girl. She just rages on and the, and just destroys everything. But anyway,
0: yes. Uh, but uh, also, you know, the thing with Logan is that he's a uh, he's a character that. Had again, he had the mystique, mystery about him, didn't know his background. So that's a very compelling because you want to know. You keep, it's like, well, where is, what is, what is this guy's history? Where is where is he going from? <clears throat> suddenly they introduce again other things. It's like, oh, here's this other character, Sabretooth, who Claremont had introduced in Iron Fist. And suddenly it's like, there's something going on here. There's some connection there between him and, and yeah, Logan. But you, then that's what that's, you get, you, and you also get the fact that. He's a surly, he's not a white hat um, you know uh, John Byrne who I think has as much influence in the early days of uh, of Wolverine uh, as anyone, often w- wanted him to be really psychotic. He was like, Wolverine should be a character that literally should be able to cut Kitty Pride's head right off her neck. And then just keep eating his cereal and not notice it. I've never thought of him as that level of psychotic, but he's a troubled character. He's he's got a lot of uh a lot of pain on the inside.
2: Lord knows once they well, did I was reveal everything that it was like a lot of pain. Because he's an X Men and what what Wolverine more than any of the uh these mutant characters in the Marvel universe is there's a lot of crazy drama that goes along. I mean, for many years, it was uh, you brought up Sabretooth how they were playing this idea like, oh, Sabretooth is is his dad or they no, like, or yeah his brother, you know, it's a brother this. and like I mean,
0: and then there was also supposedly Claremont was wanted to build this whole idea of this rivalry between them. and this was the one guy that as they kept showing that how tough Wolverine is. and yet every time Sabretooth showed up, kicked his ass and it was supposed to be this sort of like no 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 this is i'm building towards something claremont of course gets off you know uh the x-men and never really gets to now you're getting the fruition of all this stuff but again i'm just saying as as a character logan had all these these elements that made him popular and it was at the right time because the 80s was when uh comic books were loosening up uh standards there was a lot more violence Mm -hmm. involved Um, Frank Miller era, you know, know, again, the Frank Miller, uh, you know, why did, why did Frank Miller want to do the miniseries with Chris, Chris Claremont? And it was, it just, it came down to the fact that uh, Claremont was like, hey, ninjas. It's like, (laughs) what is the, what is the perfect, I mean, seriously, you have a character who, you know, inherently, and we'll get into this with the film because, you know, we talk about the, the violence of the character. And it's like, well, do you want Logan to fight a bunch of robots? Or do you want him to have to slash his way through a castle full of ninjas? Yes, of course I want to see him slash his way through a castle full of ninjas. Well, mean, it's just, it's just you,
2: you want to see that. So you touched upon Wolverine's um, abilities, right? Yes. So let's let's get into that. What what does, Ro- how does Wolverine do the things that he, do, well, that he does? Well, first off, the things because that he that's does, very part he's of, the him.
0: best that, what he does. I'm the best at what I do. But what he does is not
2: always nice.
0: (laughs) And, uh, you know, Wolverine... (laughs) Insert schnicked. You know, for anyone who is living under a rock, of course, Wolverine is a mutant. Uh, He has... Healing abilities. uh, uh, A healing factor, as they call it, which allows him to uh, heal back from any uh, large-scale wound. Uh, It prevents disease. And we we got into it earlier.
2: How... How intense? How fast does he heal, Miguel? Because we were t- we were getting into the BS about about this. It
0: used to be, oh, I heal really good. Th- then it got ridiculous <laughs> to like he got blasted Blast by like life. celestials and stuff, and he would regenerate from like a single cell on his on the adamantium. <laughs> it's it's some of that is ridiculous. Of course, he has the uh, adamantium laced uh, skeleton, which was another thing that made him differentiated him from some of these other mutants because he had this sort of like. Oh, the, uh, the claws are your mutant ability. It's like, uh, technically, for the longest time, we didn't even know if the claws were mm-hmm. connected to the mutant yeah. ability. He has animal-like senses, uh, tracking abilities,
2: berserker rage. Uh,
0: yeah, that, that's. I don't know if that's psychological yeah. or power, but it does. It is there's sort of like, oh my god, he 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 can tap into an the animalistic animal theory, uh like nothing else. And then that's Become the other the animal uh you know that I'm is one of the other things about uh Wolverine is of course is uh in terms of character is he has this connection to nature because a uh, part of his history is that he lived fairly for a period of time in the Canadian woods and another thing we didn't touch on is that Wolverine so is, is a is
3: roaming the Canadian woods how's he sorry he's Austrian right
0: no he's not Austrian what what did you Wait, oh, what would you say he's Canadian. Right. Canadian oh, he's Canadian you didn't know You didn't know that he's Canadian?
3: I thought he was Australian. <laughs> that's no, because- Sorry, Australian. No, I said Austrian. Sorry.
1: I, was, I thought he was nah. Australian.
2: <laughs> I'll tell you who else is Austrian. <laughs> no, I,
3: yeah,
1: I thought- uh, no, I well, no, 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 no. Well, that's, that's why, John, yeah. that's why, this. This. That's why we've- old, Back
2: yeah. in the 80s, <laughs> Marvel came to me and they said, they pitched the idea. Arnold, how about you play Logan? And I said, this is a great idea. I think it's fantastic. It's but fantastic. is I'm
3: not
0: 5'2".
2: They said, no, sure, sure.
0: No, no, but, uh, no, sorry, no we, we always, we always, we always sucked. joke about the Australian thing. John is because he's not. That's why it was always for many years. We were always like, why in animation is he given an Australian accent? He's supposed to be. I, oh, I've met, was... I've met Canadians. So they don't sound random. like that.
3: So that was random.
0: Yeah, it was a very rando thing that eventually, you know, it's like we joke like it must've, they must have, they must have known that Hugh Jackman was going to play him because. Oh, I
3: thought that was. Like yes, a and, voice this, from is, the and start. this is, and this is,
0: and this is one of the things. Uh, About him, uh, you know, going back to Byrne being uh, part of the creation of Logan, is that he's a thoroughly Canadian character. It's a big part of his makeup that he is Canadian, not an American hero. His, you know, he can traces he traces himself to sort of the the frontier. We always think of the Western frontier aspect as being an American thing. Trust me. And again, in like, in, in Canada, they you know they have a history his first of, of that team as well. Prior
2: to X Men was Alpha Flight. If you don't know Alpha Flight, they are Canadian Marvel team. Um, That's another thing that they eventually revealed. It was
0: like Wolverine had this history. No one knew about it, and suddenly this team shows up and it's like we're Alpha Flight. We're Canada's secret. Don't you uh, remember like us? Superhero and it's James? like you were originally supposed to <laughs> lead Alpha Flight. You, you, know, you were supposed to lead us. Uh so you know w- Wolverine had all of these elements and came around at the right time. Get on time. that
2: Marvel, Alpha Flights. <laughs>
0: uh, had all these elements that at the right place, right time, and you know, exploded and made for film. We we for so many years were hoping to get a version of the X Men Wolverine on screen, and finally 2000, we get uh, Brian Singer's.
2: Yeah, X-Men we'll get film. on that later because no, no, right. no,
0: no, 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 We're, we're and we 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 hear about you know for years who's going to play Wolverine, and we all had our. Our own fan, Hugh ray
2: Scott. <laughs>
0: uh, you know, he was up. He was. He was also. Yeah, he, was he was up for it. Um, up, you know, for many right years, I think fan There, there were fans who threw out names like Jim Carrey. Uh, there were fans who threw out names like De Niro and Mel Gibson. Uh, and frankly, honestly, uh, Mel Gibson, circa his his Lethal Weapon era. Uh, Why not Martin Riggs? Martin Riggs is very Wolverine esque. You know, a troubled, a, a troubled soul. You know, uh, charismatic and can be funny, biting wit, but also on the edge. You know, I mean, you know, when we first meet Martin Riggs, he's trying to kill himself, for God's sake. But
2: instead, what did the world give us? The world gave us this beautiful man, <laughs> this beautiful six foot four, four? <laughs> six foot three, or six foot four. He's a big boy. He's, he's, he's big a big boy. and you know this big, personally, right? So, yes, I, this I do know personally the, how oh. Australian man, Hugh Jackman. By and, the
0: way, I was about to say, I do know personally how big uh, Hugh is. And I, it just would and that that wasn't gonna come out right. That wasn't gonna come out right. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, uh, we, you know, uh, for we get our revelation that oh, they're making an X Men movie. They've cast Wolverine, and everyone expected a known name, and suddenly
2: we got Hugh Jackman, and no one knew no
0: one was. knew who that hell he was,
2: <laughs> and, and what, then we get our
0: look at him, and we're like. Who is this?
2: Yeah, I remember when I first male saw, model looking mother effer. Who, when I first saw his picture, I'm like, oh, I don't know who the hell this guy is. But then, then um, and then when Shirley, you do learn,
0: it it as as fans, it, I think the broad fanboy community, not just I don't I'm not saying us personally, but when we when the broad fanboy community learn, it's like, uh, the the guy who's known apparently for doing uh, Oklahoma, no, no, you know well, on was, on uh, on on in in Australia, Australian he was musical TV, theater. Yeah. Uh, soap operas, things like that. He had he, he he was a you know kind of a rising star. We forget when it's seventeen years. He was a he was. Did
2: he win a Tony for Man from uh, Man from Oz? Yeah, but I think that was after. That was after, that right? Was after, right. And, and then, then so, so and here,
1: prestige is
2: after too, right? Way, oh yeah, way way after. after. All this is out. So you know, Hugh comes he in. He makes his,
0: bo- you know. Let's not pretend, movie. you know, uh, his international stardom starts straight with, you know, the X Men playing
2: Wolverine. And but but Hugh, so the the movie comes out, the first movie comes out, and it does really well. Uh, and then Hugh, and, that's when that he's propelled really, into superstar. Yeah, and then you learn, oh God, this this guy's a, a a serious. This guy can sing. It's a he can dance, da- it's a he's a quadruple debt. He's a quadruple threat. He's you know. And then uh, <laughs> later on during the years, you're like, oh, he's he's hosting the the, the Tonys yeah. nowadays. You're like, what do you mean Hugh's not hosting, hosting the, the Tonys this year? <laughs> exactly,
0: <laughs> uh, and you know. Uh,
2: John I'm John. one of
0: these. I'm one of those guys who was as skeptical as anyone until that moment in the theater when you wa- you know you sit down, watch that first Brian Singer uh, X-Men film, and despite the height, despite the look. And he's a good-looking guy. I've never thought of Logan particularly as this very super handsome guy. He made the role. He nails it. He nails it. That, you know, for me... Christopher Reeves the
3: Superman.
0: He really is. He honestly is. And for me, it was the moment that nailed it for me was when he's in his little beat-up jalopy. and He's picked up Rogue. And, you know, they both know that they're mutants. And she asks him, she says, you know, when the claws come out, does it hurt? All the time. Every time. Every time. And I was like this this guy's got it this guy has this the guy's he's got this character
2: now about the first x-men movie i was really surprised that a huge chunk of the story is basically about logan find, trying to figure out who you, who he is well that was a given at the time cuz remember he was the most popular
0: of those characters I understand and they that. wanted but, to
2: but that, like you, you and i were saying on that. like you, now you were talking about um, pride, of, uh, pride of the x-men that that the animated uh, oh, yeah, little short or whatever one shot yeah, one-shot, one-shot. yeah. And that um, and which would make a great movie, by the way, which they tried. Kitty Pride ringing the doorbell of the mansion. Yeah, and yeah.
0: Cla- that's, classic, that's classic right. Claremont era stuff. That's that's, you know, how they introduced her. Um, but, you know, he was the most popular character. There was no doubt that they were not going to base at least the first film, you know, a large part around his character and his introduction into the world of the X-Men. Uh, and they, I think they handled it as as well as they could at the time. I mean, we really forget that the Singer X Men films, along with the, uh, uh, you know, the first Blade film, uh, set up the uh, a lot of the modern uh, comic book movie. You know, that's the proto era, and he's a big part of that. And you know, this is where I want to get into uh, oh, 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 my personal connection to you, Jack. <laughs> uh, I work at night as a concierge uh, at a building in soho that is um it's not a lot it's not a large building it's not one of these like my brother is the super of a building uh, right off of broadway and 42nd street and it's this big shining you know glass tower it's hundreds and hundreds of units uh i mean it's insane my building is literally like it's nine it's nine stories <laughs> There are 30 units in the whole thing, but they're these giant loft uh, apartments. And it's a mixture of, you know, people who've been living there who don't necessarily have a lot of money from, you know, they've been living there since, like, the late 70s, early 80s. And Nouveau Reach, and you know, sons of billionaires and yada yada. And it just so happened that um, for a period of time, one of Rupert Murdoch's sons was living in the building. And I, I told you this rod might he said well this is the thing I told you that one night we were on the phone where he was having a party and I was like you know I'm, I'm, I'm at the desk'm i seeing these people coming in okay you know I, I'd been at the, I'd been at the job for a while and I was like just kind of inured about you know these celebrities coming in and out of the building and I think I told you I was like oh my oh my god I think I think Nicole Kidman just walked by <laughs> like, oh awesome. my I think I think I think Lenny Kravitz just walked by and then it was like Holy crap! I think Hugh Jackman just walked by, and he coming to the coming to the building. You want
2: to hear a joke? Two Australians and a, and a uh, and a rock star with a Jewish with a Jewish background comes in. Well, walk into a walk into a building. Yeah, you ruined you ruined all the setup on
0: that one. <laughs> anyway, back to my story. So, because he had come in at for this party and he uh, a couple of times, he liked the building and he asked, he was like, hey, is there anything a- a- available?" and Boom! For a period of time, when he was filming, um, I'm forgetting the name of the film. But it was a film he did with Ewan McGregor, uh, as well as he might have. He might have been doing stuff like uh, um, Swordfish. <laughs> he wasn't doing Swordfish. Uh, <laughs> he was living in the building, and uh, I remember when I was told officially this by my super. You know, like I used to, I come in on Thursdays, like pick up payroll, so I just have some FaceTime with the with the boss, and it's like, oh hey, uh, just to let you know. You know, Hugh Jackman's moving in the building, <clears throat> and I was like, <laughs> "No, seriously, no, no, no. Who's who's moving to date?" It's like, "No, Hugh Jackman's moving in the building," and I was like, "Okay, all right, let's keep it together." I was like, I told the super, I said, "Look, it's gonna get to him at some point, because everyone in the building knows I'm a, I'm a comic book superhero freak." So it's like, it's gonna get to him that the guy at night is a superhero guy assure him that nothing strange is going to go on. I'm not going to ask for locks of his hair. <laughs> I'm not going to, you know, like so on and so forth. Which he would have given you. Anyway, because he's the sweetest man on God's green earth. He lived there, uh, uh, his uh, his son and his daughter, his wife Deborah, and both uh, of them adopted. Uh, and the, honestly, the nicest person you will never meet in your life. He is just, he's he treats everyone equally, whether they were, you would see him interact with people, uh, you know, whether they're high-powered executives, his close friends, or the staff. He treated one everywhere. When he left the building, he gave everyone on staff a uh, a signed poster from the Prestige that was signed by him, Christian Bale, and Michael kane I still have that in my locker because I don't want it to be destroyed. I have it in my locker at the job, and. Over, used to see him every morning. He would come in like when the newspapers were coming in, uh, going out to, you know, do his workouts. He was diligent. We're talking 4.30, 5.30 in the morning. And, you know, I don't want to pretend that, oh, we're buddy buddies. We were friends. Uh, I was actually reticent to interact with him because I was like, I don't want to think whatever, you know, you know, my mom always told me, hey, you don't bother, you know, celebrities in New York, but at some point it was he's so congenial that you know you you eventually just have these sort of things and um <laughs> two of the moments that I, I i will never forget is he was waiting he was he was waiting around in the lobby and this other drunk tenant came in and the drunk tenant is waiting for the elevator to come down and he just kept staring at you kept staring at you and he was like hey <laughs> You're that Wolverine guy, right? And he was like, yeah, 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 I am. And then doors closed. And the guy's the guy was like, that's awesome. The elevator doors closed. And I was like, you uh you get that a lot? He was like, yeah, yeah, I get that a lot. And then uh there was a time where again where um I was helping him with something and uh it came up that he was like, "Oh, you're you're big superhero Man fan." I was like I was like, "Yeah, yeah." He was like uh like, "Oh, what did you think?" I was like, "Well, I got to tell you." Like I said, I was like, "Well, you know, I'm gonna be honest with you. You know, when you were first announced, I'm sure you know how crazy the fanboy world was. He was like, "Yeah, I know. Who's this? Who's?" And he he was, he was very self-deprecating. He was like, "Yeah, I know. Who's this? Who's this musical theater guy?" Blah blah blah. And I said, "Yeah, you know, I, I was in that. I was in that crowd. I didn't we didn't know who he was, but I said, you know, you really, you really embodied the character for me. I'm so happy that you're you know you're doing, and I look forward to anything that you're gonna you know do. And He's like, put his hand on my shoulder, and he's like, "Thanks, mate." I appreciate that, I really do. And like he always, you know, he does appreciate that this character has been his bread and butter, and that you know he wouldn't have had he wouldn't have the fame and success that he had, had without this little you know this comic book superhero that you know a lot you know was not in particularly mainstream um, up until not that long ago. We forget, you know.
2: Yes, well, I was just going to say that early on in our in our friendship, uh, and you and I, yeah, you know, I found out that what you did for a living, and uh, and I had a Christmas gathering. <laughs> yes. So yes. so my wife meets you, and finds out what you did for a living, and so you came to a Christmas to our Christmas gathering, and you again you are always. This, <laughs> This, talk about being sweet, you know. I mean, it's paid forward, right? Right. So Hugh paid it forward. You you come you you come along into my life, and <laughs> you shower us with gifts. But one really important gift, and I, I have it somewhere at home.
0: I hope you take it out every year. Okay, I want
2: you to take is, it out every year. <laughs> by the way, Ed, this is for you. I'm like, it's Hugh Jackman's and his family's Christmas card <laughs> signs. Jen is like oh, look at this and because Jen I mean when she first um, a when she first laid it's yeah it's yeah when she first effort. laid eyes on him well and the, then oh, she she those two kids they're adopted oh my god i mean she just really burst <laughs> well, it into in love, well the
0: thing is he uh, which uh, they by uh, set That christmas my path. that christmas he had um you know we you know as as the, the staff we get you know um uh, uh, Christmas bonuses and things we get like you know gifts and stuff money you know tips from the, the the residents and Hugh like a lot of people in the building they they use their family you know Christmas card they, you know they take a picture everyone together and like from the Jackman family and there it was and I was like I knew that I would eventually it would get destroyed I said it's got to be preserved someone
2: I mean, we give it to Ed and I also I just like a picture the- of Hugh <laughs> the wife with the two kids um. Again the two kids are adopted, one which it uh, does not look Australian <laughs> the other one and the and the other one is white the other one is white well, uh, you, you'll find a lot of diversity in Australia these days
0: but yeah, but my point is this the reason I gave it to you and what I want and why I hope you bring it out every year is that I want there to be, Family gatherings in the ing household. <laughs> it was on my fridge for many That's years. That's what I mean. <laughs> I want, I want there to be family gatherings during the holiday season. I mean, da, 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 da. and I want someone like you know just kind of glance at the at the refrigerator, looking at it and go like,
1: "That's is, hey, come over here." That's is that is that Hugh Jackman? Just Ed.
0: I just love the idea that 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 happens
2: every year in your house. Now, Jonathan, Miguel, let me just take this opportunity to uh, talk about Zadbot again and how it was influenced by Hugh Jackman. Zadbot, of course, is your... Pipe dream of a Gwyneth Paltrow type
0: lifestyle <laughs> empire.
2: Does <There's> this look <laughs> at this body? Is it a pipe dream
1: anymore?
2: <laughs> I was once fifty pounds overweight. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen. Yes,
0: without a doubt. Hugh Jackman. Also, one of the things he brought is as part of uh, Chris Evans and, uh, of course, Superman himself, Henry Cavill. I mean, a dedication to making visually Logan look as we would imagine a superhero would look. Yeah, because it's And you, it is insane he, to think about that first appearance, what he looked like in the first X Men movie, and, you know, even what he looked like in like, you know, Days of Future Past. Now, just going down the
2: line, uh, X-Men, X-Men two, X-Men The Last Stand, X-Men or X-Men Origins Wolverine, which was a complete chicho. Uh X-Men First Class, The Wolverine, X Men's Days of Future Past, X Men Apocalypse. And Logan, and if you wanna count Deadpool where Ryan Reynolds is <laughs> Got the mask with his face on it. That's oh, and
0: tenth- and uh, and a guest shot in first class.
2: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> oh, oh, you know, yeah, okay, you know, it's either. it's but like that's tenth. That's nine appearances, nine official appearances as over the
0: seventeen years. He, he is and he, f- not something no one else has done in this modern superhero uh, movie moment. That now we're here's
2: in. the other fanboy side of me, which is I, you know, again because the whole being a being a a father and. Being married, you know, when I got married ten years ago, I literally was no. When my son was born nine years ago, uh, eight years ago, I literally, I literally was fifty pounds overweight. And I drew, I had to drew some, I drew some influence watching videos of this guy transform his body over the years, and how impressive was what it was. Uh, I think, and I think very much would like to think that he popularized a lot of the the CrossFitness culture that we have today and you see Hugh he's always tweeting and he's deadlifting God knows how much weight <laughs> and it's an insane amount of weight that uh, and um what does he call his crew the dog the dog pound where him and a bunch of other um influential or, or um people are you know they're training together so yeah just I tip across off my hat to, across
0: the board the man has been a big part of of pop culture and then the fanboy culture, and so we learned that hey, he 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 tweets out what was it about a year and a half ago something like that that third third Wolverine film, final ride into the sunset, and we all expected a adaptation of the uh, old Mark Logan. Millar uh, old man Logan story, and you know there obviously you know we have issues with uh, between Fox and Marvel Studios. Um, there are a lot of Marvel characters used in the Logan story, a, a fantastic story, so well done. Steve McNiven doing the art uh, that you know. It, what made it impossible for a direct adaptation to be done? Get that <clears throat> first trailer with the Johnny Cash and everything, and it's like, okay, what is what is going on? Is we getting? Are we going to see something really special here? Because while Hugh has always been great. As Logan in these films, um, some, you know, I, I don't think it's, it, it, it's, uh, a secret that they've, the, the Fox X-Men films have been hit or miss for a lot of the hardcore, you know, fanboys. A lot of miss. For, uh, for my, you know, uh, but there, but th- there is, the talent was always there. Uh, the director, James Mangold, definitely has a track record, 310 to Huma. I mean, uh girl interrupted Copland, i mean the man is you know that Hughes chosen to, to, to direct
2: these films no he did um, he did the last one too uh yeah, the, wolverine, the, wolverine. the wolverine
0: and and again this is you know the talent was there but there was a sense of there's something not campy but it's it's been held back there's something about wolverine that i just think inherently you can't do as a pg13 so then we learned that this is Hughes' final run you know as the character it's going to be r rated it's going to take inspiration from old man Logan but is not adapting it and it is also we are going to get we learn that Patrick Stewart is going to be joining him in this film and we are going to introduce uh, X-23 who is a uh, spin off character from Wolverine a, a clone. female clone uh, with similar abilities uh, kind of a similar background and you know I didn't quite know what to expect I went into this film Totally blind, not bothering to watch any behind the scenes stuff, not bothering to interact online, uh, you know, in any message boards or anything. I really wanted to go in uh, fresh. And I have to say, dear Lord in heaven, they just honestly delivered something that I would remember when I when we were walking out of the theater at the end. What did I tell you? I mean, you know, well, I had kind of a something interesting.
3: You I was kind of shell shocked. Right away, you you compared it to the Christopher Nolan Batman movies. Which I, yeah. I thought was odd. I'm okay. like, you know, why didn't you like compare it to <laughs> Avengers or or the other X Men? You went straight to Christopher Nolan. Yeah, Batman.
0: I I I I I'm going to start this right off the bat. You know, and I I you know again, we reserved to we reserve the right to have our own freaking opinions on this show, but. After only one viewing, Logan, I, I I I think it is a better. I think it's a better movie than The Dark Knight. Oh, and apples, and I'm
3: not, oh. apples and oranges. No, but no I, I think I think in terms
0: of in terms of people always talk about oh these films that Dark Knight transcended the genre. Um, you know the performances and on and on and on. I think I think that absolutely also applies to Logan. I think it's if you want to say that cliche, Listen, of it transcending not the genre, to... it does. It's. It's a heartfelt. It's not. One of the things, you know, I, told, I talked about is that this film did not have a big, a lot of spectacle. You know, there is no moments like in the other Wolverine films. There is no Wolverine rides a motorcycle, jumps off the road, motorcycle and takes out a helicopter moments. There is no Wolverine fights a giant robot. There is nothing like that in the film per se. Is there a lot of action? Is there a lot of violence? Absolutely. But it is not shot or look at all like, you know, here's the big superhero spectacle moment that we have to have. It's a personal film. Well, you know, it's since a character we're, study. Since it's, you know, it's about relationships. Uh, uh, it's pretty dark. You know, yeah. very dark, very gritty uh, with performance. You know, and again, the characters are at the centerpiece of of this film at all times. So let's
2: talk about the cast. Okay, so you, obviously we've already gone into Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman uh, as Logan, yes. Sir Patrick Stewart, who surprisingly I had no idea that he would be in most of this movie. I thought he was just a simple cameo. Um but he's pretty much a you you uh, indicated like two thirds of the movie, he's in this movie.
0: Yeah, yeah. Just you know, like I said, this is a spoiler review, so we're going to go into everything. Right. But you which, know, uh, yes, for two thirds of the film, Patrick Stewart's Charles Xavier, who also is equal to uh, Hugh Jackman in the same sense of playing this character for so long. There is no, you know, <laughs> no one is, you know, when he dies, as as Patrick said, there's only going to be two things in that obituary.
2: Now let, let's. He, get was Professor
0: X, he was Professor X, and he was Captain Picard. And he's and he's and he's he's public, he's on record saying he's fine with that. And he said I don't have a problem with that. If that's what you're going to remember, be remembered by,
2: what a thing! to be One remembered thing by. that's just very strikingly different about this Professor X, and we talked <laughs> about it yesterday in our, our phone calls, I'm like, dude, and like you know, Professor X does a lot of swearing in this, <laughs> you know, and it's like, <laughs> that's oh, the already, you know, like, would you just fucking just leave me alone for Pete's sake? You oh, fuck like, like, off! And can you Can you? Re- can you um, yeah, it's like. Can you imagine Picard doing the same thing with, number one, would you just please fucking just let me do yes, what I wanted, what
3: I we'll, did last Will, you such
2: a
0: fucking disappointment.
3: So there's a funny thing, since this is a spoiler, I won't spoil too much though. He's supposed to be this old, decrepit, you know, he has slight dementia and all this stuff and he's taking all this medication and blah, blah, blah. But... They couldn't do anything to like de-enhance his like biceps.
0: Well, well, actually, well, actually, he he lost a
3: lot of weight. He did,
2: he did.
0: To he, play sure. the part, but, sure. Sure, I, but think like I think you're I think there was this. He's
3: well. in like, bed with this really emaciated face, old like no. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, hey, <you> know, <laughs> hey, man, you know. you <laughs> seen? Have you ever? <laughs> seen, <laughs> have, have you ever seen? Have you ever seen dudes?
0: Have you ever seen dudes who are actually? Uh, paralyzed? Who are who are paraplegics? They got uh, they
2: they they they're, they are built.
0: Let me explain he myself.
3: Got Stephen Hawking's control. Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> let me explain myself. Uh, prior to that scene, Jonathan, <laughs> I did a few reps, and I said to James gotcha. Mangold, "I said, okay, I'm ready. Uh, let's shoot." I need this. a few. I just hold on. I need to get my pump on.
0: <laughs> uh, but you know, uh, but uh, yeah, Patrick but again, Stewart is. Also, you know, gives this incredible performance that is based in the the amount of time he has spent as this character in multiple versions, of mul- multiple versions of this character. He's, he's the Professor X of the classic X-Men timeline. He is the Professor X in the Days of Future Past yeah. timeline. He is the Professor
2: X of the Logan timeline. Which very much brings in uh, a lot of the backstory is that uh, here is Logan and Caliban, another mutant, they're taking care of a Charles Xavier, a Charles Xavier who Xavier, has, uh, has uh, neurocyt. Uh, uh, he's having neuro-
0: seizures. He might be. He might be suffering from dementia or Alzheimer's disease, and, and it you know, causes lo- and it causes I, I,
2: a population of a certain distance from from suffering the same seizures. Well, disease.
0: they say. Well, they basically say you know it's like his brain is now you know a registered uh, uh
2: weapon of mass well, destruction. Of mass disar- destruction. So they move them from Westchester. All the way, someplace on the border of Texas and and and, and Mexico, Mexico,
0: somewhere, you know, probably, you know, uh, I think, the, I think the idea is, you know, he wanted to keep him away. Logan is taking care of him, uh, and they have this. The film is very much about how there is this father son relationship. It's the last of Xavier's pseudo family. Oh yeah, that's my
2: daughter. That's my daughter, and that's my that's my, <laughs> that's pop. my Chuck. pop, Chuck, Chuck, Chuck.
0: Uh, <laughs> Uh I also you know what uh, the 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 uh the the, the, the again then the next the next main character that we have in the film
3: Oh wait wait I'm sorry uh they, in the movie they sort of alluded to a really bad event with Charles Xavier I didn't really understand completely do you did you have a better sense of what what they were I I th- in- I
0: uh Mangold is actually talking about how the film was originally in his mind as he wrote it was supposed to have a scene where that was the opening scene.
3: Yeah,
1: Charles like Xavier. Scene, Charles but, Xavier
0: yeah, uh, uh, seizures kills off of, of the X Men, which in a lot would be years. great if it,
2: that oh, were in, in a cutting room. The yeah, there's the, the intimation. He mentions that, that's like what, it I, what six X Men? Like seven, 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 or six seven, X-Men? seven? of the X Men probably
0: died um, along with a you know a, a undisclosed other amount of people. Again, we only saw wow. it once. I don't. And you're like but, wow, that already is a big setup. But man, I think I Gold made the right choice because it would have been about that rather That's than... Such a big event. And you know? it's a very dark way to begin the movie that already was already mm. so dark. Uh, and also, it would have then required you to do, you're going to do that scene to bring in James Marsden, to bring in Fomka Jansen. And it it is, it would have been distracting rather than it be about, no, the film is about Logan. And not once do you and see... And Professor X and X-23.
2: Logan's one of, as his, his character has had forever this connection with Phoenix with um with with Gene Grey. Yes, and not uh, once is it's Jean not mentioned.
0: mentioned. It, thank God. I've I've always hated the whole Logan Gene thing. It was very played out for me, so I'm Gene. How many times <laughs> was Gene mentioned in in the old X-Men <laughs> cartoon? Gene! Gene. But uh the next the next member of the of this triumvirate that it holds this movie together is Boyd Holbrook. No, no, no. The next no. triumvirate oh, the next part of the triumvirate oh, okay, okay. is a a discovery that is in my opinion right up there with uh, uh, Millie Bobby Brown from Stranger Things, mm-hmm. uh, right up there in with the revelation of uh, uh, Chloe Moretz in uh, as Hit Girl in Kick Ass, uh, Daphne Keene as Laura slash X twenty three,
2: and she's an eleven year old Spanish actress. Uh, this
0: is a performance that. Uh, You know, kudos to Mangold for getting that performance out of this young this girl. But then kudos for her for being able to deliver on it because this is a part where, for most of the film, for the same two thirds of the film that we have uh, uh, Professor X in it, she does not speak, speak, doesn't talk. It is all through her physicality. It is all through her facial expressions, and this is how she interacts throughout the film. (laughs) And it is a brilliant. Performance.
2: And then halfway into the movie, you mean you can fucking talk? <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna tell me? What the are you gonna tell
0: me this? I mean, um she Matt, she, you know, this that is was an the rush you, hour you,
3: moment. Yes, <laughs> you're telling it's a rush hour
0: moment. You're telling me that this is an eleven year old girl who is holding her own more than holding her own with Hugh Jackman and with Sir Patrick Stewart. I mean, is it's I don't know if she's going to go on to other things. I don't know if it... but that is also what makes the film work so well. Is that she is a and you didn't? I, I, child
2: I didn't expect some of the stuff that was pulled. Like okay, so Th- that, there's, that, this that there's this corporation. There's this that's involved in the, in the movie. Um, well, well, we'll get to the. the yeah, I know, the plot I know, but, but I know, but the, the, there's that first crazy fight scene, right? And you don't see what happens. She's eating uh, um X twenty three, Laura, she's eating her, her cornflakes. Yeah. Right? Logan is not aware of Log- her mutant <laughs> no. ability. And they just, beat him down. They beat him up. And then and then the uh the the, the, the um uh the Merc- the the, Reavers, Mercs, the, the Reavers, Reavers. supposed to be the reverse. They come in and they're and they're about to to put her in shackles. You don't hear you don't see anything. Okay, everyone's waiting you, outside. You, but you hear, it. You, hear <laughs> you hear gunshots, she walks out with what? A severed head oh, yeah. and rolls it off, rolls it onto the ground. Yeah, that's that's the how you knew that she was Logan. unlike Logan's blood, unlike, right there. Unlike Logan, who has three claws, she has two claws on the uh, on on the hands and one and bec- one, uh, one one bec- for each toe. Yeah, uh, one for each foot. Yeah, and the claws come out of her hands, and you can hear the. uh well, We're going to talk about this. Ne- the the next character, uh the villain. Goes no no no, <laughs> as she walks closer,
0: uh, you know, and and she's this character, it, you know, not good, not good. Yeah. She she's she's a character that they don't go to any lengths to really make her cute and cuddly. <laughs> they they the film as an R-rated film deals with the fact that she's a killer, that she's Logan's blood, and you know she's got his he's got she's got his mean streak in him in her yeah. and it works the interaction absolutely uh works the other thing that works for me in this film and i've noticed online that there is some uh, like ah oh, the villains weren't good or this or that but uh we like i said we already said this we have a version of the reavers who are uh cybernetic uh mercs from the x men uh uh comic book uh and uh, who do we get uh but uh boyd holbrook as uh Donald uh, uh Pierce. Donald Pierce uh leader of the Reavers uh
2: who were hired by this corporation Transigen
0: right to 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 uh to clean up the mess of uh X23 and uh And
2: initially they wanted to hire Logan uh to be They part didn't of-
0: seem to be really concerned that this that that uh, uh, to find him because this is a world apparently where you know we'll get into the the rest mm-hmm. of the plot once we get through the characters but uh Holbrook is he's actually a henchman character? Because eventually we learn what, he, like you said, he's he's working for another group. And but damn, if he didn't make an absolutely fantastic slimy bad guy! They don't all have to be epic bad guys. Yeah. And the he performance is really good. Yeah. He is wonderfully slimy and intimidating and everything else. And you want to see him get his. And when he does. It's really satisfying, and that's the mark of actually a good performance in this sort of thing. Because, hey, I don't—he doesn't—you know—they don't all have to be, you know, Heath Ledger. Super villain. Yeah, it's—it's—they—they uh, they do a really, a really good, uh, a really good job. Of uh, we have uh, a Nexus. surprise, Richard E. Grant as uh, Xander Rice,
2: who's a surgical head of Project Transigen.
0: Uh, you was know, f- also whose father, father had, yes, was killed
2: by Logan, and that
0: is straight from the comics, by the right, way. That the, actually X-Men, is a thing right. that is adapted from the comics. Uh, there are some fans who were like, "Well, why didn't you make it uh, have a striker connection? Because in the X Men films, it is different than you know as it's presented in the comics." Uh, but that also still worked. The performance was also really good. And then, you know, again, this is a spoiler review. Uh, there is a there is a third villain that, quite frankly. Surprise the pants off of me because I had no idea they were going to do this. At one point in the film, suddenly Professor X gets killed, and oh, right, right. I could have. I was like, was "Is Le- is Leaf Schreiber back as Sabretooth? I thought. That and they I were go, going.
2: and I went, I tried to because in the theater it's really loud, and I go, "That's Dakin," yeah, <laughs> but of course it's yeah. obviously it's it's not necessarily it's Dakin in the comic books who is a straight up. Clone of Wolverine here, who also happens to be a clone of Wolverine, but it's not quite that. Is, is
0: he a clone? I thought he was a, a, a son. And Daken's supposed to be a a a a, a, yeah. a a a a begotten child of of Logan's, I think.
2: Uh, or movie, unless, they've right.
0: the right. Right. unless they've changed but in it. In but unless they've changed it, but they
3: explain it as his clone. But, yeah, they, they the way, and they
0: introduced a little bit, you know, they did foreshadow that. They talked, you know, when we get to the whole point of where we they
3: found a new weapon. Yeah, know, exactly. We and but, we don't need these kits. and the
0: the way they styled him and everything
2: looks just he, like I thought it was I thought it was Live Schreiber as, as as
0: Sabretooth. From and yet instead and, and yet it's Jackman playing the part and there are a lot of people who who I've read online who are like, I don't really like that. Oh, it's another just Wolverine fighting another Wolverine clone-type character, which has been the tendency to mm. be in these films. He fought Sabretooth. He fought Lady Deathstrike. It's been done. I get that. But it for me, it streamlined the story because if it had been Sabretooth, then they would have had to have spent screen time on the relationship that they had re- established in the previous films. Mm-hmm. And given, and because he's just a mute mirror image of Logan.
3: Younger. it,
0: it You know, stronger. younger, stronger. Him in his prime more he's supposed to have been. Mm-hmm. It works because then they, there's no need to develop it and then you can have more time to do what the film is really interested in which is this road trip relationship between these three characters and you know and it works. I really you know I, I, I thought that, that the, it, it was the
2: plot of the movie turns into not from a journey uh, a journey movie or a, a, a road trip journey to bring to freeing a bunch of bringing a bunch of kids. To freedom. Uh, to, exactly. To liberation.
0: For Lo- Logan rediscovering... He was being chased by this redi- evil rediscovering corporation. Rediscovering his, his, his superhero-ness. Yeah. That he's, you know, that he can't... As much as he hates that he's around people and the violence in his life and everything else, he can't not be that guy.
2: Now, I wanted to just glean over some of the smaller uh characters that are in this movie. Uh Elizabeth Rodriguez as Gabriel, who's a nurse from Transigen, who, oh, who claims her... Who, who says that... I did not give birth to X23, but she's my daughter, and I love her. Okay, so she, so basically, in this movie, you find that Transigen, this evil corporation, they're breeding super soldiers, mm-hmm. and uh, what they find is that what what occurs is that the children, in upon discovering that Transigen is no no, no longer as need in the and in that in these particular children. line of product, the, yeah. and this is a big part of the plot where these children uh, are going to fight their way out of this place. They're going to they're gonna kill them all. They're basically yeah. going to so kill because them all. So kill the
0: sort of staff of this place that was based in Mexico where they had raised these kids apparently were trying to get them out, trying to get the word about this was happening, which I think is an interesting part of the of the movie. You know, the, it sets up... The film arrives at a time in which America and Americans are feeling a little, uh, little low about what the future may bring. <laughs> And so it is this sort of world There's where-
3: a lot of social- Do I need to take out the tongue. politics
2: jar?
0: <laughs> I'm just saying, no, 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 no. But And part
3: of, it is interesting. And, uh, yes, you know, USA, USA. Yeah.
0: There is the sort of like, there is something that they say about uh, it being an R-rated like, name film. Name the
3: company's transgender corpse. <laughs> Whatever,
0: okay. It's, it's one of these things where that's a very dark- Politics jar. That's a very dark storyline raising Eugenics. kids
2: raising kids to become weapons to become weapons and, and then when and then when as things don't work out the, we're going to you're, you're literally kill, murder and, them uh, but and, uh, it, let me also mention two things that the children they themselves are have abilities right yes. so they're meet quote unquote mutants also right which because the, the the thing is the idea is that they they were be this
0: corporation was also behind uh under 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 Xander rice. Mm-hmm the uh demutifying of the world they were the, they were the people who had uh done something to uh to uh, eradicate some, a good population, to, ra- to, of the to, to, population. To, to eradicate a random mutation because mutant mutation these these superpowered mutants um are could such a, a resource that you could you know it's if we could create our own and control them, really control then. It. Then, hey, you know, that's how. What is that worth?
2: So, um, this actress Elizabeth Rodriguez, she uh, many might, might, many cut. of you might know her from *Oranges is the New Black* Which I love. and also *Fear of the Walking Dead*. Uh, and Eric LaSalle, who we know as Soul Glow, who eventually becomes a doctor. Yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. <laughs>
1: gotta,
0: yeah. Eric Eric LaSalle, like I was like, it was. I remember seeing his name in the credits. I was going like. Oh, and then, like, then when they show up, I was like, oh, right, Eric is supposed to be in this. Oh, is it, isn't that,
3: like, a martial arts training thing you guys do? Eric Lopsau? <laughs> Eric
0: Lopsau, you know? No. That's no. your mutant power, monkey-wrenching. The monkey-wrenching. Anyway, um, so, I mean, <laughs> it's a it's, <Hold> uh, lot. <laughs> no, let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> moving on. Uh, Now, so the cast of this film was incredibly solid, and, you know it's a great it's a it's a really well done story and a lot of that is also let's get down to the director James Mangold who you know this is a guy who has no, given us who's
2: not um no stranger to westerns he did uh the 3, Three Tentahuma. Ten- huma
0: uh you know uh i think uh, i i remember uh, copland which is a kind of a uh a similar take World, to like High no, Noon. Yeah. I like uh, High Noon. I did
2: put some weight on for that one.
0: He but. actually, you know what? I recommend anyone to go out and actually watch Copland. I- is it the greatest crime movie ever made? No, but it is incredibly solid with a very non sly, you know, Sylvester Stallone type uh, performance. Uh, you know, he di- of course he directed Walk the Line. Yep. The incredible uh, the uh, Cash. Bi- biography of, uh, of Johnny Cash, which will play into. Uh, 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 later in into the film actually and you know he had directed The Wolverine
2: Caton Leopold well also with you Jackman
0: <laughs> that's probably where they met uh but uh he this film was similarly we were talking to Deadpool it is a movie that was budgeted very well no, oh my god 20. they they allowed the creatives off the chain. Gave them the freedom of the of the of the R uh, of the R rating, which they took advantage of. Something inherently for the character, and uh, allow them to go to places. Like I said, allowed a movie with a, a superhero character as well known as Wolverine not be about laser guns and you know fighting robots or anything like this that. Make a, it
2: a character piece. This is a production budget of ninety-seven million dollars. Okay, as of March fifth, this is Wikipedia, has grossed eighty-eight point four. In the United States and Canada, 159 in other territories, which gives you a total gross of 247.4 million. Right, and it opened on the 3rd of March. We
0: are recording this on, Is today's the 7th, so, right? Today's the 7th. So in a very short period of time, it is going to, they've made their money it's back in that de- some... It's going
2: into Deadpool territory.
0: Yeah, it's very similar in that, which, you know, I'm very happy for because, like I said, you know, for some fans, like I said, the, the, the Fox Mutant films have been a little hit and miss. But th- this film, I w- as I watched it coming out of, then I was shell shocked by the emotions of it. I was shell shocked by how it all yeah. worked, and but above all, this really felt like I was watching a late '70s um, indie western. Well, let's get into you know, that. You know, in you know, yeah, you know, the in the, the, in
2: the, the, in the, yeah. the movie, they, they uh, you see a scene where they're in a hotel room. Uh, Professor <laughs> X <laughs> yes! is on the bed yeah. with X twenty three, and they're watching what? They're watching Shane. Shame, which uh, uh, the which, classic western. You know,
0: again, there's that. This, this was, a, this was, a, this was a film that had a lot of meta commentary. You know, uh, you know, it's.
2: it's Can we a talk me- about that scene? If you want to get into meta com- commentary, that scene where this is the scene where uh, we've already seen in trailers. Logan is going through X twenty three's bag and finds X Men comic books. Walks into the next room. Goes uh, uh, tells Professor X. Looks like we've got an X Men fan here. So it looks like half, like a quarter of things uh, only happen. Basically, even, saying in so, their universe really that, that the
0: way. exploits of the X Men were converted to comic book stories, and that's where you know the idea of like in those comics, that's where they wore the costumes, and you know, ha- you know, the, had the sort of a sort of classic and Claremont tile story.
2: And, and, and know, most
0: of it is made up. It's not
2: based on you know. But the bottom line is he's. Talking to us about that because here we are with the fans. <laughs> yes, it's very. Alan Professor Moore. X says yeah. what? Professor X says they might. You know, they're real to her. Yes, that is something to her. That is that is something I want to, to get. To. As well. he's, he's <laughs> talking to us. There's
0: there's there is the there is the idea of, you know, oh you know, comic books is this sort of infantilized worldview which I have a certain agreement with. You know, Logan says something, you know, like, you know, hey, assholes and spandex never solved anything. (laughs) Uh, You know, he's a he's a character who that's his again, his growth is his arc in the film is. uh, uh, You know, I'd like to get into the the, into, you know, maybe almost the film from beginning to end. But, you know, starting from the point where we meet him in the film where he's down Mm -hmm. on his luck. He apparently is someone of a known quantity in the world. The X-Men were a known thing. And now he's a limo driver. You know, you know, trying to make some, trying try, to make some money, trying to, to make some to, money to to, to 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 do
2: what he does, which is basically to move Professor X far away from civilization as far as possible. By in these, uh, he's looking at this, this boat that he wants to purchase.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's this sort of like, uh, you know, this is my end game. This is what I'm doing, and it's it's very interesting. I I, I thought when I was watching the film that, you know, this is a father son relationship, and for all of Logan's just, I mean, let's let's be he, he's 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 a mean son of a bitch. <laughs> end of the day, Logan's a mean son of a bitch. But even at the end, his solution—never once do you think Logan is thinking. Hey, I I really just got to put a claw on the back of of That's
2: head. Sure, yeah. That never, that that not is once, not, You
0: you you get the sense that he would die before he would. And thereby,
2: do- you have. The banter, so there, the, uh, father, yeah, and son the banter. father and son
0: bands, but also the establishment of as hard as life has been to Logan, as terrible as sometimes he can be as a mm. person, there is an inner core of decent humanity.
2: Well, you know, Miguel, like that the,
0: is still motivating the man, and that is what separates
2: him the one, from a saber tooth. That's what separates him from truly evil people. The one out of many of these scenes we find in this movie is in the first encounter with. Logan and the elderly professor X who falls off the wheelchair and what does he do? He picks him up with his arms, places him into the bed and this is some of the things that I'll have to do eventually with with my parents and yeah this it, it and that happens
0: more it, than once it, it 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 and it's played for real yeah it's played I mean it was just I was so sad you know because again you and I we have the double dose of not just viewing Patrick Stewart, so Patrick Stewart as as Xavier.
2: show me that you've eaten the the, the show me you've eaten the pill. Your mouth. anyone
0: who has dealt unfortunately with people, older people who need medication thing, it's they played this straight and they took the characters so so seriously and these things were were were, were not yeah. just played. Yes, there was humor in them. But you, there were also oh, you were never forgetting like oh yeah, this is I'm supposed to believe that this is really happening mm. to these people and be invested emotionally and 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 that worked and again, like I said, you you get the sense that you know Logan is he's he's barely hanging on, uh, but it, I think I think what's interesting <laughs> is this is that is that Logan in the film is Wolverine's always been the ultimate survivor, mm-hmm. and this is sort of what happens when the ultimate survivor. Doesn't want to survive anymore.
3: I um, you know, I think this another reason why this movie works so well is that, unfortunately, the millennials, they grew up, just assuming like X Men that's PG thirteen that the superheroes are PG thirteen. It's Superman, it's Batman. Yeah, that's been that's been what they've been going. Yeah. I think so. I think you had all those previous movies that sort of played to that, and this is finally the first time we had a movie that was really. To the diehard original, like Wolverine fans and and
0: yeah, you. Well, that's why I was doing that head <laughs> banging in the theater. I was just like, I was like, from the first moment where he, and, you know, those claws go through those cholo's heads, I was like, meh, yeah, this is for me. And, and this not is for to me.
3: say that the movie wasn't as good as it is, but I think it it, it helped having that PG thirteen before.
0: So I can see, sort of, I can, I can see so it's
3: that like now. It's like finally, finally see, like, about, you know, see uh, like about, uh, this this actually goes to build a build sort of a
0: sub conversation about. How, you know, currently in the fanboy world, Ed, and you and I talk about this all the time, where there's this tension between, like, hey, shouldn't these films just be all-ages, four-quadrant, you know, extravaganzas? This you know, or should bad. we take them really seriously? And there are some people like, oh, if you take them too seriously, you drain this. And I will always say, for me personally, I'm not saying it has to be this way, but for me personally, I know when, like I said, I wrote a freaking high school, you know, Report. I'm
1: over.
0: <laughs> We There's something about fans where you do take it too seriously. When I was a kid, Dear Ms. when Villez, I was.
2: <laughs> your boy Miguel, very troubled. You're
0: very <laughs> troubled. But, uh, but, but you know, there's this idea where when you're playing with your action figures as a kid, you take it very You're with your G.I. Joes. G.I. Joes are. G- it's platoon. Re- it's re- platoon. Re- re-
3: it's not. You're not re- even. Yeah, re- exactly. Re- <laughs> yeah, tearing legs apart. But I actually... The, Wolverine's one of the few comic books that I actually was reading. Uh, I, I remember being a kid reading uh, Weapon X.
0: Right, yes, the Weapon uh, X um, the original story. Volu- yeah, yeah, the yeah. yeah the, the, the the Larry Windsor's uh, Super uh, bloody, super, yeah, bloody exactly. super cold,
3: super like serious. Like- exactly.
0: And like there's something to be said about that aspect that people say, well, th- if it's too dark, it's not fun. And I always... My, my answer is always, you know what? <laughs> For me, <laughs> the taking it seriously is the fun. And that's like I'm I'm yes, this is bat ass crazy, but I'm taking this fantasy dead serious and yet we also talk have talked about that Mangold balanced out all of this real character driven really emotional stuff with moments well, of with they, they they with
2: some with he, some humor. He, you know, he tried, some, tried dark very humor mu- he tried very much to do that with the last film too. But what didn't work and, and I enjoyed the last film to a to a, a, a point um, because I enjoyed his. Uh, ninjas. This, just yeah, like ninjas. I enjoy. Yes. I you know I enjoyed his time in Japan and the, the backstory with that and uh, the There's some the great action time. in there. A There's lot of action. action, and then what happens? They bring out the Silver Samurai uh, and they chop yes. off his claws. I'm like, what the heck is this? Yeah, yeah, this yeah, is yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah.
0: We're not here to talk about the Wolverine. <laughs> we're talking we're here. We're talking talk about,
2: about Logan. Logan, the Wolverine. The Logan, the
0: Wolverine. <laughs> yeah, and you know uh, the the story progresses from from there where we see you know we, you know where Logan is at at this point in life and then suddenly he gets injected with this with this young girl and uh, we already talked about her intro- you know her big sort of like action uh intric- and I- I'd like to talk about the action I-, I said it's not spectacle but dear God was this some of the greatest gritty action fight coordination what may- uh, uh, savagery. uh savagery and then um also what CG is in there? Is pretty seamless because you have to have scenes where Jackman fights himself,
2: when, and when, it all it all works. It all works. It doesn't have to be all flash and CGI. I mean, when there, when you have a scene where scenes where they're adult mercs, they're big mercs, nasty mercs, and they're chasing down children. And I said this to Jonathan, like, guys, Jonathan, what were you feeling when that when that <laughs> chubby black kid? <laughs> What, were you, what was being chased down by the Merc? What were you feeling? We were all that chubby we black kid. We were all that chubby black kid. With electro powers, by the way. <laughs> but, but um, I yeah. Mean, they, I mean, those are very visceral. And where those scenes, they get to you.
0: Yeah. They, they, uh, there is no... Like, there's no way that the, the bad violence guys can win. In the in vi- not only that, the violence in the film is never, you know... It, it's, it's visceral. It's... it's you worry about people. You worry about any situation. And that's why the entire time where it's such a, oh, Logan's met, Logan and, and Charles and Laura have met this nice family. No. You, it's a nice thing, but the entire time you're going, you're like, no. oh, oh, God, so please, there's so <laughs> much Logan's tension. Right, get out of there. Let's get out of there. Right. This is not, none of this is going to end well.
3: But to add on to what you were saying Logan. about it not being. S- Huge theatrical, like crazy fight scenes. I think if you did have that, that would take away from the seriousness. Right, exactly. And relatability. Yeah.
2: Now, Miguel, uh, this yeah. is what a family looks like, a podcast.
0: Um <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> sick bastards. Um uh and you know, the the film is about you know, Logan trying to take this this girl after you know, after her caretaker is is, is killed uh by the Reavers to a place in the north, in Canada, again bringing the themes of where Logan comes from back into the fold. There's no such thing true. as Eden. <laughs> and I, I think that was an interesting meta commentary myself because again we have this whole, and I think some people have complained online that there's this Beyond Thunderdome moment where you know post <laughs> post post Charles' death, post <sighs> when they finally get to where it's a, this, this quote-unquote Eden places, which is described in the X-Men comic books, and Logan's like, no, this is not a real. This, this stuff is made up. Professor X has a, a a moment in the film when he's still alive where he tells, you know, Logan, it's like, well, oh, it's real to her. And there's something I there's I haven't sussed it out, uh, you know, maybe be able to express it as well as I could. But there's something I, about that that was, you know, we all get exposed to these superheroes as kids. And as I said, we take them very seriously as kids to the point where for the rest of our lives, they're still somewhere in the back of our heads they I've always said our gods wear spandex you know what i mean and there is this sort of sense that that's the thing logan logan didn't understand that they wanted to make the the comic book x-men real yeah and so they, On top it, of it, they wasn't, wanted, it wasn't it wasn't it was a place it was th- this is we're going to make an eden we're going to make a world where we're going to be where we can live together and i and also stuff. they
2: wanted they wanted their. They wanted a hero. Yes. In in Logan to be real, and he says, "What's well, straight up?" And uh, which is, "I'm not that person." I'm not that person. So now yeah. we spoke I'm about it, yesterday am, on the man. phone, which is basically, "I'm not um, good at this." Just, <laughs> Joseph Campbell. Uh, you brought up Joseph Campbell yesterday in in in, in our discussion. The refusal, the of refusal of the, call- of the calling, refusal of the calling, exactly. which is a very important.
1: Wh- which theme. is a little
0: more uh, for the origin of heroes, but it certainly applies to. Many stories of the end of heroes. And there's a lot of stories where the hero says, I'm too old, I'm this, the time has passed. And, you know, it's sort of like that moment where, you know, some older heroes are like, I don't know about passing the torch to the next generation. Whereas you get your Mm Obi-Wans who that's what they're all about. Yeah. They're like, oh, this is not, I'm it's not, going, not for me. It's I'm not, not for going me. to
2: be a Jedi. I'm, I'm not like, going, I'm not, I'm not,
0: not Moses, I'm not going to make it to the promised right. land. But I will I will put you in the right direction. And there are a lot of stories where that sort of older hero is like, I'm not, I was never good at this. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, a, a reckoning of age and, and our limitations. But the
3: difference, all those heroes you mentioned were supportive of the cause, where even towards the end of the movie, Logan's like, well, I brought you here. I'm gonna leave now. You know, yeah. right? Like I still, it's I still to like, uh, take your money. Take the money. I don't need the money. And he was gonna leave. He's gonna, he gonna part ways, only because he saw the present danger going their way. Did he? But and, and again, that he could, he couldn't. But even up to the end, he didn't want to be part of it. But right. I've he never made,
2: seen yeah. this before, where it's an antihero, an antihero, a who's hero with a heart of gold. Cool. Though, let's say Wolverine is always,
0: despite all of his, like, you know, at this point we can say,
2: yeah. He's a
0: badass. Yeah, he's a mean guy. All the rest. He's he has he a he has a, he has a he has a core, a, a creamy core of heart of gold, you know, in there. He's he's a he's a big puppy dog. And that's been and that's been a development over the years where they've they have softened him from where he was originally. Like I said, yeah. John Burns' whole like, yeah, Logan should just cut off the you know, Kitty Pride's head while he's eating breakfast. <laughs> uh but that is again, as I said, something about his core of his deep humanity, and that's why the x24 thing for me works because x24 is logan without his soul mm-hmm. logan without his soul logan without any, any 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 human traits whatsoever just the killing machine and she humanizes him, him
2: especially with that with that one of the final lines in the movie where she calls him daddy yeah she yeah. calls him daddy while he's dying sorry it's a spoiler it's a spoiler <laughs> it's a spoiler review he's discussion he's in his deathbed with a huge death log. with a, death it's a death log. Log. and she's crying this Hold is when, <laughs> by the way the, the, by the, the brilliance of her of of her performance is there's she's very stoic throughout most of it she doesn't even talk through most of it she's as and much she of does, a
0: badass surly s o b as and the he tears
2: is. come out they 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 they're, they're, they're oh. in de- it's in deluge for for the rest of us right yeah i We're was crying losing with it. it i was and losing it and it's like daddy she's crying and You're like oh no my god and no know. no no
0: wait 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 not to take anything away from her performance, but we have a moment in the film. Uh, which, by the way, that whole thing with the no, no, we have oh. <laughs> we we have a moment in the film where again we meet this this family, the mm-hmm. l- 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 Eric LaSalle and his wife and his and his back son. to SoCalians, yes. <laughs> and uh, by the way, I learned that that whole uh, dinner sequence—that's all improv on the part of oh, Patrick man. Stewart and uh uh, LaSalle no No. Patrick Stewart and, and Jackman and that was that. Basically, Mangold says, "No, just you know, do right. do what you want to do." So all those lines about you know. So do you come? Oh, like, yeah. oh, I was a teacher, and uh, I was Brilliant. I was really a great. Really? It's, yeah. All of that's off the top of their head. It was it was improv, and you there know, was something magical about
3: that scene. Very
0: yeah, magical. because again, it was the sort of the humanity of these characters and, and their and connections.
3: Each other
0: so long and investing. The in the, each the other. corn and the potatoes. <laughs> yeah, exactly, but after he takes Xavier up to put him to bed. And Xavier says something. I, this is the one of the best nights I've had mm. in a very long time. And he says, "Logan, this, this, this connection to other people. Right. This is what it is. This is what's missing from your life. I don't want you to know." Right. So that when we return, did I ever tell you about to- that
2: time I played cards with the with my buddies <laughs> on the starship?
0: <laughs> yeah, So yeah, it was like, uh, "You keep going on about this starship, Chuck. I don't know what you're talking about." <laughs> uh, <laughs> he keeps having. He keeps talking about someone called Beverly. I don't know. I just give him another pill. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so so like, he keeps calling me Worf. I don't know. Uh, so later on, in when we get to his death scene, and she's off. You know, what does he say? You know, you know, he harkens back to Xavier's words. You have to, you know, you you know, you have to feel this. This is what this is what this feels like. A whole family, people who love you, people mm. who depend on you, and he says, he says this is what it, so this is what it feels like and then of course he, he right, i'm yeah. tearing up right now and then so, and then he goes and you know this was a film that i did not ever it just every not only emotional but not having paid attention to any rumors to any plots Oscar, I, I did not know what to expect from one moment to the next uh, even things that sh- that in hindsight you go, oh, that was the setup for that. That uh, even I, you know, when well, they introduced the green goo that was going to like re- that they used to revitalize X twenty four, I looked over to Jonathan. I said, "This is how they're going to get. This, this is how they're so going to get. The, the this is how they're going to get Wolverine bullet,
3: back
2: into his prime for the, the, the adamantium bullet." Oh yeah, that's how they're going to get rid of. Uh, Daken, yeah, something. Yeah, you know,
3: again, I thought you know, but you know what? I'm I'm a little disappointed they didn't run with how crazy it was supposed to make him, and that it was too temporary like i thought maybe well like, that was I that whole moment where twist. he yelled
0: that was that whole yeah. like <sighs> animalistic we get into the wolverine and we're like right, right. oh but well you saw me i was like and now we yeah, enter yeah. Endgame. game
3: both, me and miguel both sat there and we both like cracked our knuckles because we, <laughs>
2: just we like, knew it was yes. like oh yes we're gonna have that we're gonna have that oh, badass moment. logan's gonna no, about I- that scene by the way i just want to get back to that scene the where the death, the death scene mm-hmm. uh, so this is what it feels like for me a long time this the scene that resonate resonated to me was the end of if any of you have seen The Professional Leon the professional as a as oh a, yeah uh, and a
0: parallel for this movie right, which is basically
2: it's it's um a Jean Renault with a really young Natalie Portman right mm-hmm. before he he goes to his death and uh, and says and he says uh, I I love you you've made my life full and then the door closes and she's like no and, you know so th- where. This scene with Logan and X twenty three just sort of really cements that. It, it just com- compounds what we well, see before. And, 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 and
0: you're talking also as a father yourself of, of, of yeah. a child. Yeah. And it, you know, if a superhero movie, you know, can move you like that, I mean, that's the thing. This film worked not just because it was a continuation of a continuity which again we've talked uh, fox as a whole does not seem to care about you know a, a, a super cohesive timeline or universe so why should i i'm really that's i'm just taking it as they come but which? if it if a film like it works because even if you've never seen a single x-men film oh yeah this it's film bad. will still work you don't need to have an encyclopedic knowledge of these characters. No. It's all on the screen to be by Now, now about guy. that.
2: You, now That's you, she, relatable. Yeah. Uh, now you said that like Fox doesn't care, but at the same time, it takes something like this to make a great uh, genre movie. And yet we go, Hugh's not coming back. This is yeah, it for him. Unfortunately, that is the, the one
0: big downside is that Jackman has always owned the role. And yet the solo Wolverine films um, have been very hit or miss in a lot of aspects. And here is an R-rated film, character-driven, still delivered on the action, compelling on so many levels, great performances. Leaves you, I said, in pieces Mm -hmm. at the end uh, I mean I I mean I actually you 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 made the symbol before but um she takes I the- have to ask as a Christian as, as 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 an evangelical how did you take that moment because you know for me it is perfect but let's uh you know no, it, there's the, there's a crucifix appropriately- on, on on Logan's um, Look, as long his as it grave, wasn't
3: Hung upside down we're okay. <laughs> we're
1: okay We're okay See, that's when That's how you
0: get Zombie Wolverine To come <laughs> But, um You know Oh my god zombie.
2: You just gave Fox Their idea Yeah, exactly Unfortunately
0: but, but, you know Where she, you know She says the words From Shane mm-hmm. About, you know How violence is You know, always changes You and everything And As they As the kids are Are all going away These new mutants if you will, I mean, he even name dropped uh, Richter. Yeah. <laughs> and it, who had and, Richter powers? Who had Richter powers fully? Yeah, it was, uh, that was a great moment. Uh, as they're walking away,
3: What? Andy Richter? No, f- no, not
2: Andy Richter. That's your again, monkey wrench.
0: I'm gonna call wrench. you monkey wrench. Monkey wrench, twenty bucks in the jar. Uh, you know, sh- the you have the crucifix over over Logan's grave, and. As she's walking, she she takes it and she turns it, and from she turns a crucifix it to a cross into the into the, the into X the X the X. The X.
2: Now, as so Eva, how does that uh, how does that make me feel? Yeah, I just want to I just want to know. As a, by, know. by the way, two evangelicals here. By the way, okay, me I'm and sorry, my, me sorry, and James. Um so I think it's very appropriate because he's a fictitious character, right? So, but at the same time, biting my tongue right now. <laughs>
3: All I have to say is as long as as long as it wasn't hung up so many
2: times, but over but how many times has Logan, the character Logan, served as that messiah type of character and, and uh you know, harken back to the animated yeah. series where uh, and this is the old and they had the uh, the legacy virus story where cable comes back from the future to do what? To shoot, uh, to to uh, uh, to pull a gun on to. Pull, cable to comes it, back to kill to Senator inf- Kelly. I think, the, correct. Well, uh, well, what ends up happening is he infects Logan with the virus. Who by then uh, Hank McCoy takes his blood. And, oh, uses, and, it and uses it to synthesize the, a, the cure yeah. as a cure for the legacy virus. Yeah, yeah. So he serves as that that messiah character, the sacrificial, uh, you know, hero. Who, that's, right. that's, that's Who that's can regenerate, by the way? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah.
0: That uh, we didn't get into that. That you know, that is another big part of Logan being run down in this film. Is that, like I said, this is the hero who he's 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 he's, he's seen better days. And I believe the intimation is the idea that the same process that InGen used to remove the mutants, which was basically doing something to the food supply,
3: to is also
0: to target mutants and their, and, and you know, Genetics, those who would, yeah, those who would hold those To control them, right. As uh, also is what is slowly uh, uh, killing Wolverine. You know, uh, For a while, I thought it was, as, as the movie went on, they, it's something they don't make explicit for a while. And for a while I was like, is it cancer? Is it this? And then it's like, no, his mutancy, his regeneration is always at odds with the adamantium in his body. It's always trying to to shove it out. And so if anything, you know, uh, compromises his immune system, compromises his healing, then he is going to be on a slow, you know, a slow road to death. And, you know, that was...
2: uh, By the way, that performance, uh, Now you're mentioning the adamantium always in contrast with is healing his biology, right? Yeah. Now, Hugh does what most of the time throughout this movie? He limps. Now, if you had that amount of metal on you...
0: Oh, my God, yeah. And your, you're, your joints aged, would you just be... Like,
2: oh! <laughs> and I meant you, like, you... You said yourself, like you coming in here. <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: yeah you, with only no, look the way yeah, you feel. I look, yeah, I, like I look the way like Logan, Logan felt in that movie, actually. <laughs> I, a, and and I'm you, so you, tired. You,
1: just like you exactly. lived
2: your way into this podcast. What I wanted to mention about this, and this is um, something that just kind of sticks with me with this movie. It sticks with me. Yeah. Um, because is that a stick Logan joke. to me is a penultimate. Deconstruction of the genre. Now, you don't necessarily agree with me. Well, uh, uh, no, I think it's. I the, think
0: there's a lot of. There's definitely a lot of commentary. Uh, but if anything, it's it's more along the lines of what we have seen in recent comic book movies, which is, hey, it's a superhero story, but we are doing a superhero story. And barring a lot of elements from another genre, Captain America: The Winter Soldier is trying to be a is trying. I, I don't <coughs> think it necessarily always succeeds. Trying to be a political uh, thriller, The Dark Knight, of course, is always you know oh it's a it's, <coughs> a it's a modern day heat type crime story, but with Batman in it, and and on and on and on. You know you know we've we we this has been something. So that's how I view it. It's a superhero story, but it is in that. Sergio Leone, um, 1970s gritty western.
2: Well, I mention it because style. It, it has it draws a lot of uh, influences also from Unforgiven, right? Unforgiven being the deconstruction of the western. So here you no, have okay, the deconstruction. Right. Okay, That is
0: yeah, you're, you the, are you're, here. You're, you have you're the deconstruction. Right?
2: Deconstruction being that you know, for those of you who don't, who are not familiar with the term. You're a rip. You're taking it. You're taking the parts. You are examining. examining. Wait,
3: can I just say I'm so glad you said that instead of, hey, John, the millennial. Do you know what that is? <laughs> Millennials. We, 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 we do tend to <laughs> so do that. I appreciate it. We do
2: tend to do that a little But too here much you have your you're really tearing away the parts and it's no longer the, the sums are no longer the the parts no, are no longer equal to the sums, but you're just kind Continually, just analyzing.
0: You're analyzing these things again. That whole, that whole, you know, that's very Alan Moore. Of you know, no, no, no. What does no. Alan Moore know? He's a, he's a warlock. We do not, we do not speak his name.
2: <laughs> he shall not be named. You know, you, you've, you've summoned him. I mean, what it does, what this movie achieves, what this particular film achieves, is, uh, it is a uh, Tarantino wet dream, to be honest, because. Uh, Tarantino, who is a, it's a movie. It's a movie for. It's a film for film watchers, for film lovers. Again, what we, is he's, still, Shane, he's watch, It's It's art. Watching art. It's it's them watching it's Shane. Well, it's watching
0: Shane having that then come back around. Um, it, it's it's commentary it's on no superhero alone, it's stuff. No, no, it's, and it's
2: it's it is completely not Superman the movie. Yeah, where, yeah.
0: It's it's which um I, I, you know, I actually talked to I would put the, but I will say how it is like Superman the movie is I I, I have to put I, I even on only one viewing and again maybe maybe it's the lack of sleep talking
3: <laughs> but Uh-oh. you ready I, for
0: this loaded statement everybody? no 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 Ladies no no honestly, <laughs> uh, honestly <Miguel> Velez. <laughs> I I I I have to put it in the Pantheon of greatest
2: superhero movies
0: oh, yeah. ever made oh, yeah. and yeah. that it is it is on the same level yeah. as which Richard brings Donald's about a whole different dis- superman the which, movie
2: which brings about a whole different discussion about the genre itself now again the genre itself is not necessarily the most
3: respected genre well
2: there let's are- right, right, right. let's also
3: let's also be very clear and also, there are a lot of people adults. who will challenge this
2: movie's
0: there are a lot of people who will challenge a lot of the
2: movies are for adults now a but lot this of
0: this was just yeah, for yes yeah, yeah. there're also something else that is there are a lot of people who will who will say it are is this are superhero movies their own genre anyway? Um there are a lot of people who say, well, they're not really their own genre. They're already a pastiche of they're things. Not they're necessarily all
1: that.
3: Because but but hey
0: look, I think I'm not one of these people that think there is a hard fast rule. I think there is a debate to be had. I don't right, right, there are right. a lot of people online that are like, No, the comic book movies are not their own genre. It's something that... you know, and I wanna Well what's like, the argument
2: for I that? Th-
3: I don't think
0: they're. they're the uh, I, because... I I honestly, since I'm not a 100 necessarily behind that position, I don't know if I can enunciate. You know what what you know what the argument is. I will say to myself, it's is uh, uh, is it a story about characters with superhuman abilities? Um, are they based off of you know the you know the general tropes and things that are on there? Even if they're subverting those tropes. Does it, you know, is this classic hero's journey or heroic myth type stuff? Then, you know, maybe that that is. But then, of course, then someone will say, "Well, by those standards, is James Bond a superhero?" And I'm going like, ah. So I'm not saying that necessarily there is, you know, a, a hard. There should be a hard and fast. Rule, But for the sense of, I, I, you know, people saying comic book movies, I would just say just general superhero films, films that feature superhero characters, of which we're in a glut right now. Yes, I, I, I have to put it in the Pantheon. And I'm telling you, I'm putting it in the Pantheon in my own personal ranking above above some some pretty spectacular i get i really well, this goes back i really will put it
2: above uh the dark knight at this point okay so again we go back we go back full circle to my, to so my uh, heresy and to. you know i'm fine with that that's fine you i mean to me the dark knight as opposed to dark knight rises which I, and again i love the trilogy but the dark knight is also uh, it's like when i first saw that and i i said this is art now again I don't. I'm not disagreeing with you. I and if anything, I love that you've you've said that. This, by God, Logan yeah, is something that's very special.
0: Yeah. And uh, I think for me, the reason I'm putting it over the Dark Knight is because Batman begins for me is the film with a bigger emotional connection to everything that's going on screen. Um, you're going through Bruce Wayne's o- or The origin, how he becomes Batman The pain and all the rest of it It's very It's re- it's much more relatable It's much more, again <clears throat> it's a more emotional film I always feel when I watch The Dark Knight And I'm sorry, to you know, I'm sorry again I don't want to turn this into like some uh, um, uh, Litigating The Dark Knight But outside of Heath Ledger's Visceral performance I feel of a certain emotional remove to everything that's happening in there. I, I I literally don't care about a lot of elements in The Dark Knight. I don't care about uh Maggie Gyllenhaal's character, Rachel Dawes. I don't really care about What well, the, the 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 you know what happened to uh, 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 Harvey Dent. I don't care about the supposed deep philosophical, you know, argument that Batman is having himself about, you know, Where's freedom the versus terrorism. I, I, I well, you Miguel, know, it's still entertaining. It's still, it's still entertaining. Save
2: that for our Batman show that, okay, we'll, that we'll, we'll be doing later. Right right, right, right,
0: right, right. But, but, um, I'm just saying Which that what in comparison to Logan, where Logan has incredible performances as well. Um, but I am just emotionally invested in a way I just am have never been. Do you want to know Watching how invested I
2: am in the character?
0: Who am I dressed as right now? My Ed, friends. Ed's Ed's you'll check our Instagram Hashtag. later on and uh Ed's Ed's got his leather jacket, a uh his uh a, a, a faux dog tag, and a cigar. The man does not smoke, and yet he's got a cigar with him. And claws. <laughs> and his and his, and his and his and his faux and his faux claws. Not to be confused with faux paws. <laughs> uh I don't think we really have anything more to say about this film other than go out and see it. If you are not a fan of the series, it doesn't matter. Like I said, you will enjoy. You can enjoy this film. I
3: give it a nine out of ten.
0: It we don't do we
3: don't do scoring. Now like that, uh, one we? one
2: more thing though. Okay. One one big question for all of us. Okay, where does it go from here? Again, because we're not we're never going to see. Oh well, you know what? If money talks, if money talks, and Hollywood we'll probably is, will is see
1: Hugh
0: Jackman at some other point. Um, I I would be happy if I if he never stepped back in the role.
2: This is um. This is a
0: Seinfeld thing. Quit, go out, go out yeah, yeah go quit out on top.
2: Head. And Put while you're quit while you're on top, the Seinfeld rule.
0: <laughs> yeah. This is i leave him <laughs> yeah. wanting more. Leave him one and this did you, you know, like you said, we we were even like at some point we we're like Oh, I hope his hand reaches through the grave because I don't, yeah, <laughs> I don't want to let him go. But, but that would, sh- you know, the, exactly the that, come exactly, out of the grave. and that, and, and we know, and you said, and then you, you we said that, and we're like, we know that that would just because be a cheap, because let that would
2: cheapen the honest, whole film. We know, and, that. and you know what it is. Let's, <laughs> and here's here's how what you just said. Let's let prove it. Uh, James Marsden it's obliterated in the third one. And what happens? He comes back. Hey, Logan, at the what's end going on? <laughs> Days, Days of future, future past. past. <laughs> like, Hey, what's, what's going on? You know, like stay away from my girl.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, you do bring up a point because, you know, Jackman is undoubtedly, uh, and, and Patrick Stewart are the two biggest like draws for that franchise but they've they've done a good job of cementing these newer actors in similar roles. I have we have not seen the last of Wolverine. We you know, have simply seen the last of Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Anyone who thinks that, look, I would be open to in this timeline seeing a movie that follows those young mutants, I, I'd be up. I would be open to that, you know, But at the same time, chubby
2: fat, chubby fat, black kid. We're on to you. We love you, man. <laughs> yeah. All right. He's you're the new Wolverine. You are the new <laughs> mutant, mutant. But yeah. um they're, We they're,
0: are we are not we have not seen the the end of Wolverine. Oh no. They're going to no.
3: cast Kevin Hart.
0: They're going to get <laughs> Cuz <'cause> he's short <laughs> he's Gai- <laughs> Uh uh Foul we, mouth. we will but we will we will definitely see a uh you know Wolverine again at some point, but as a capstone
2: What do you think about the Rock playing Wolverine?
1: Well, it doesn't matter what you think. <laughs>
0: all right, I'm about to punch you in the mouth <laughs> because I saw that coming a mile away. <laughs> the second you said the rock, what do you think? I was like, oh, here we go. Okay, all right. It's like, but uh, we haven't seen the last of of Wolverine. But as a capstone to Hugh Jackman's uh, tenure in this incredible pop culture creation, this wonderful. You know, <clears> awesome <throat> character that you know. I you know, I know that I've been you know, following since I was a child. I mean, just absolutely kudos, kudos, kudos to you, kudos. You. And uh, I can't, I, 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 you know, I will support anything that Hugh does going back. And as a as a final thing here, I just want to say, I mentioned earlier that you know Hugh Jackman uh, um, used to live where I where I worked. Uh, if anyone can get this to Hugh, I'm not even joking. If anyone could forward this, tell him that his old doorman would absolutely
2: love to talk to him again. Doorman Logan. <laughs>
1: doorman, <laughs> doorman, <laughs> doorman Logan.
2: <laughs> Wait a minute. Hey, good, mo- good morning. I think I have him on speakerphone. No, no, we don't have him on speakerphone. <laughs> I would just night. like to
0: say that if anyone <laughs> could get this, if, if 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 he's out there listening. He'll be in your tell,
2: heart right now.
0: To, yes, he'll always be in our hearts. Tell, tell, tell Hugh his 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 uh, uh the concierge of the building used to live in in New York City in Soho would love to talk to him. Uh, uh, uh we have a professor, Professor X himself, of course, is a resident of Brooklyn. Uh, Hugh Jackman, I know, Brooklyn. has a residence in uh, New York City. He runs a couple of uh, coffee shops as part of his charity uh, to help uh, African farmers. And you know, Hugh, if you're listening.
2: Mike financing. Come
0: come, if you're if you're if if you're listening, come on the show. We'll we'll give you time to talk about your, you know, bring bring Pat bring bring Sir Patrick. Uh come on the show. I would love to I honestly would love to pick that man's brain uh just about the character of Logan since he holds this record as uh as being an actor who embodied a giant pop culture creation for so long, and I think it would be absolutely fascinating. And I think we as fans are specially equipped to do that kind of interview with him. And I know this is a pipe dream. I know that this is not going to happen. But if anyone who's listening is could, I will could somehow that. get this to we you. Will produce I would with, love, I would love this with
2: it. you, Hugh, an acoustic rendition of all of your of your top. uh, uh, Broadway hits (laughs) at Pancake Studios you know from The Boy From Oz uh, to Les Les Miserables and uh, Oklahoma Oklahoma, (laughs) we will
1: we would do an all
2: (laughs) unplugged version of Hugh Hugh Unplugged (laughs) there you go at at Pancakes Hugh Unplugged at Pancakes
0: there you go (laughs) well I think that wraps it up here uh our next show uh, we don't have uh totally planned what, what our next show is gonna be our farscape show right <laughs> <laughs> yes yes our next show yeah. is is uh, going we're, we can't seem to escape Australians <laughs> we are our, uh, <laughs> we, we uh, we're gonna take a trip to the uncharted territories and cover the uh cult uh sci-fi uh fantasy program.
2: You know farscape. I really love shooting things.
0: <laughs> Dargo, Car Dargo, everybody is a guest star. Uh, so uh, tune in for that. We, as always, we we thank for anyone who's out there listening. We thank you for your support. And uh, until next time, I'm Miguel Alejandro Valdez.
2: I'm Edwardine. I'm John.
0: And until next time,
2: to TV continued, Bob. Once again, thank you for listening to To Be Continued, a fanboy podcast. Our website is www.tobecontinuedafanboypodcast.com. Make sure to follow us and subscribe on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We can also be found on iTunes.